When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Hi Anna Hi, Andrew. Hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast, Scary Scary Stories Stories to to Tell on the Pod. It's a podcast all about scary stories, urban legends, uh, things that give you goosebumps and shivers and frights. And also our thoughts and giggles and gasps. And prayers. And prayers and thoughts (laughs) and thinkies. Um, I'm super thrilled. I can't believe it. It seems as though it's still June. I accidentally got this thing called YouTube TV. This is not an ad, by the way. Um, oh. I got it for free to watch SNL for the <gasps> premiere when Bowen nice. was on. And then um, we forgot to cancel it. And so now uh, I, we just have it for another month. Oh. Um, but what's cool about that is we get Turner Classic Movies. <gasps> and they're showing old black and white scary movies up the wazoo. That's so exciting. I'm loving it. What, like what? Um, just all the old Universal monster classics, which were uh. like my bread and butter as a kid. I think the first time I... I, this is because I'm I'm a fan of the podcast. You must remember this. Mm-hmm. Um, but a, a very damaging moment was when um, uh, the host is like, Lon Chaney Jr. is a bad actor. And she's like, one of this whole thing about what a bad actor Lon Chaney Jr. is. He played the Wolfman. And that was like my favorite movie as a little kid. And he was the first person who I was like, that guy's a good actor. Like, I think someone I, yucked your yum. Yeah, someone yucked my yum. Um, but yeah, that, you know, that's okay. Everyone can feel differently about actors. But I think he's, I think he brings a lot of pathos. He's kind of, um, he's sort of as if like, uh, just your uncle who'd never done anything artistic before was like, I can be in a movie, you know? Oh, that and, is what actors were back then. Yeah. And that kind of is, his father was a very famous actor named Lon Chaney. And then he tried to be his own actor. And then they were like, no, you're going to have to change your name to your dad's name. Otherwise we're oh, not going to no. cast you. It's a very sad story. Um, but yeah, so it, all those movies, a lot of old Bela Lugosi and Boris Karloff movies. Yeah. Love that stuff. I do want to watch The Mummy. <gasps> Have you the oh the Brennan Fraser? Yeah. Yeah. My favorite movie that I've seen yeah. I think five hundred times. <laughs> yeah, that is you still haven't been on the ride, or have you? No. Oh, the ride Does is it still exists. Oh yeah. At both the uh, Universal Studios in Hollywood and Orlando. I gotta go. I you just really love do. it too much. I don't know what I'd do. Well, the one in Orlando heavily features Brendan Fraser, but the one in Hollywood does not. So you might want to do the Orlando. Offensive. One. Yeah. Yeah, the Rachel. I, uh, I just it means too much to me that I can't just be casual about it. Like mm. I can't just show the movie to someone to be like, ha ha, can you believe this is the movie that I like? Yeah. Like I, it means, it feels like they're looking at a picture of my family and making fun. If we ever do a live viewing, which is something we've talked about, no one's allowed to laugh. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, do it. We'll do it at MoMA. Oh, excuse me. Um, but, it's 4am here. Uh, yes. We, we do all night recording sessions where we scream and throw stuff and. Yeah. It's a lock in. Smoke, smoke <laughs> drugs. Um, Anything slim. Andrew, it's your turn to read a story. It is my turn. Um, And this one, okay, this one really scared the 
hell out of me as a kid. Oh, yeah. I see the title and this, you know I think it. about it every time I go in the place that this story is about. Yeah, this really spooks me. Okay, it is called From Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, book one, Alvin Schwartz, Stephen Gamble. Room for one more. A man named Joseph Blackwell. First and last. First and last. Hello. Came to Philadelphia on a business trip. Okay. He stayed with friends in the big house they owned outside the city. Very relatable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who can afford, especially back then. Friends. That night, they had a good time visiting. But when Blackwell went to bed. What do you think they did? Um, when someone says visit, I imagine you're chatting over cake and coffee. Yeah. I'm picturing, yeah, everyone's sort of kneeling on their chairs eating coffee cake. By the way, not everyone uses that term for like catching up. Like we had a nice visit. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I, I used it in a in a play I wrote and people were like, is that a connotation for gay sex? And I was like, what? <laughs> and they were like, when they're like, we had a night we like visited for a while. And I was like, no, they just were talking and catching up. No, you're thinking of cruising. Right. The fuck? Not everything is Motherfuckers never heard of coffee cake. (laughs) But when Blackwell went to bed, he tossed and turned and couldn't sleep. Sometime during the night, he heard a car turn into the driveway. He went to the window to see who was arriving at such a late hour. That's a weird impulse. Scared. I know. I had to hide. Yeah. Especially if it's not your house. Scary. In the moonlight, he saw a long black hearse no. filled with people. Oh. The driver of the hearse looked up at him. When Blackwell saw his queer, okay, hideous face, he shuddered. The driver called to him, there is room for one more. Then he waited for a minute or two and he drove off. A minute or two? That's a long time. Imagine saying, imagine doing that, calling to someone and them just looking at you for a minute or two. Or two, you'd know. Yeah. A, a minute is a minute is 30 seconds and two minutes is five hours. <laughs> yeah, like if you, we've been to acting school. Yeah. You, we've stared at people's faces for a minute. Yeah, once you get 12 seconds in, it's. By the end, you're married. <laughs> yeah, well, that would be scary. Yeah. In the morning, Blackwell told his friends what had happened. You were dreaming, they said. I must have been, he said. But it didn't seem like a dream. Hmm. After breakfast, he went to Philadelphia. He spent the day high above the city in one of the new office buildings there. This is always weird because Philadelphia notoriously for a long, long time could not build buildings that went higher than the statue of William Penn on top of the Capitol. So I don't know. So they just started doing that. I remember reading the story and thinking like, it was that late 80s, early 90s mm. sort of Wolf of Wall Street um, oh, yeah. sort of job where it's like, I'm a man in a suit, so I'm 90% of the way done with my job. <laughs> where like, what is it that they did? And it was sort of like stand with their hands on their hips looking at a phone. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't – like looking at a chart. Look at a chart. Um, late in the afternoon, he was waiting for an elevator to take him back down to the street. But – When it arrived, it was very crowded. One of the passengers looked out and called to him. There is room for one more, he said. It was the driver from the hearse. Uh, No thanks, said Blackwell. I'll get the next one. The doors closed. Sorry. The doors, that actually scared me. I know, I I play with my ring when I talk. The doors closed and the elevator started down. 
there was shrieking and screaming. Then the sound of a crash. The elevator had fallen to the bottom of the shaft. Everyone on board was killed. And then what happens? That's the end. End of story. Yeah, that's the end. Insane. That really scares me. The illustration... um, It's really good. ...is three diminutive anthropomorphic gravestones. Uh Uh-huh. One is a little kind of goblin-looking man with a uh, crucifix growing out of his head. Mm -hmm. One is a... um, We're a little... Casper the Ghost Angel. Yep, Casper the Ghost Angel. And one is Spooky Tiny Bride. Yes. Oh, God, that's exactly what I was thinking. That rocks that we're on the same page. Wow. And then a missing one. (gasps) And then a missing one. Oh, I never noticed that. Oh, my God. That's where his was supposed to be. Yes, there's room for one more. This is kind of a Final Destination. Oh, yeah. Which I've never seen, and it seems like it would terrify me. Oh, yeah. I... I, uh, we have talked about this before, but um, Chris and I occasionally host this thing called Spooky Sunday, which is just where friends come over on Sunday and we watch a spooky movie. And a while ago, we watched the first Final Destination movie. And yeah, like, oh yeah, we talked about this when uh, the point with death one. Oh that yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I had no recollection that this is kind of the origin of that, like just skirting death, you know? Oh Yeah. And in this one, he's embodied. It's like the hearse driver is death himself, I guess. Yeah, and his face sucks. A queer, hideous face. Who does that, who do you, like, that's me. I was picturing um, Danny DeVito as the penguin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Um, I think, when I think of that, I think of um, a really toothy person, like the actor who played um, the bad guy in Poltergeist 2 and 3. Oh, that spooky man. Yeah. The one who's like, you're all going to die. <laughs> I can't believe those are real skeletons. I'm sorry. I know. It's I'm still so not over crazy. that either. I just watched the remake of that with Sam Rockwell, by the way. There's like a shot for shot remake, remake of Poltergeist. Yeah. From, from like 11 minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. How was um, it? I mean, it's not, it's not bad. It's just the first one is so good. Does Sam Rockwell play a dad? He plays the dad. Yeah, he plays Craig T. Nelson. Weird to think of him as like a family man in a movie. Yeah, it's, I mean, I love, I love Sam Rockwell. The actors are all good. They changed the girl's name from Carol Ann to like Maddie or something. Oh, yeah. Um, But I do just think things are scarier when they're practical effects and not CGI. They just are. Yeah, our brains know. Um, um, yeah, this, this one's scary. What scares you about it? Um, I'm very scared. I'm very scared of uh, someone um, of saying yes to something oh. out of being polite. That then you that then be I killed that then by. I pay for. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, that scares me. Very scary to think of a hearse filled with people. I know. I, well, you know what? I get this story mixed up with like cat's eyes. <gasps> That's a great one. I love that one. Um. Because it's very similar, like a hearse comes to a house late at night and they like, I, I won't of, go into it. Yeah. But I was waiting for that part of the story. And then I realized that they're two different stories. Yeah. I think something about, again, like embodiments of death are very scary. Also, elevators, canonically frightening. Yes. You know? Elevator, um, you're playing with, you're playing with God. Can you, okay. Do you have any idea of this? I'm going to look it up, but maybe you just would know off the top of your head. Can that happen? Can an elevator Snap and crash and fall and kill you? I don't know about crash. I mean, I don't know about snap. Um, I think so. Why not? I feel like what I've heard is that an elevator is more likely to kill you by closing its doors on you. Oh. Because Nicole Conlon told me this. 
the the oh, the thing yeah. that keeps an elevator from crushing you to death is just that little sensor. So if something's wrong with that, then oh. you're going to get crushed. But I feel like I don't know how much torque is on the door. I've heard yeah. that what cuts people in half is when they try to get out when it's oh, stuck halfway sure. and, then and then it's it the, the bottom of the floor and the top of the elevator. Okay, this or is uh, lynselevator.com, elevator underscore myths. Truth, elevators are supported by multiple steel cables. Each cable alone can support a fully loaded car. The only elevator fall due to a complete cable system failure occurred during the 1940s when an airplane crashed into the Empire State Building and severed all the cables on a particular elevator. Oh, my God. When the fuck did that happen? The 1940s. What are the odds? Bad. That would suck. Wait, there have to have been elevator deaths, I think think a lot of elevator deaths occur when people aren't paying attention um, when there's work happening on an elevator and they oh. walk into the shaft when there's no elevator there and then they fall. Let me look. Elevator deaths per year. Someone died on the LIRR kind of recently from that. The doors opened on the wrong side of the train. <gasps> what? And a person stepped out and fell to their death. Fell to their death to where? Off like a uh, an overpass? Like, yeah. Like oh, one of those God. one of those places. Like, I don't know, one of the many Long Island Above stops. ground? Yeah. Oh, no. That scares me. Um... Hold on, hold on. Okay. Uh, someone was killed. They tried to climb out of a stuck car. Uh, someone, it closed on her leg as she was stepping in and dragged her body up into the elevator shaft. Oh. Oh, my God. This is in 2011. Oh, no. Um, U.S. elevators make 18 billion passenger trips per year. Those trips result in about 27 deaths annually. Oh, my God. That results in a fatality rate of 0.0000015% okay. per trip. Oh, I um, really regret. There's a, you know, when sometimes you're like on, I don't know, any one of those like lists of like 12 crazy gifts or like uh-huh. clips or whatever. And there's one that I saw that I really regret seeing that I feel like maybe I'm hoping is fake, but it oh. was when a escalator malfunctioned. Oh, no, no, no. And it was just poorly made and a person gets to the top and the it just they just fall into the mechanism of the escalator. And they just are I mean it looks like they're just killed immediately. Oh. That scares me. And I'm sorry. How is that, that I, possible? Like they get sucked in? Well, it is like, you know, have you ever seen an escalator get worked on where it's like there's a where oh, you walk the there's like a big like panel. Up. Oh, yeah. God. And it's like that it was broken and it Andrew, I bet that's real. Oh. I'm sorry. Was it grizzly or they just disappear? It's really grizzly because it's a woman and she, as she's falling, she passes her baby to someone else. No! Yeah. I feel like it was in Singapore or something. Like, I feel feel like it was like, there was like a thing below and then I was like, I can't think or look about this anymore. Um, Sorry about that. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to share that. Sorry. Sorry to think of fun. Um, Also, oh, sorry. No, you go. Um, The other thing, last thing scary about this. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, unclear whether something was a dream or real. Very scary. Yeah. Yeah, because when you're at night, just the veil between um, reality and spookality is very thin. <laughs> spookality. Spookality. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like, I don't like not knowing. Have you found anything oh more? Oh my God. I just found the article that it's about. It's The Escalator? Yeah. No. 
I don't think we should talk about it. It's too sad. It's too on a this is a um on a better note, there's that video of a baby carriage that almost falls into the path of a subway train and they catch it just in time. I was at, oh, uh, yeah. was at a mean, Chinese restaurant with my friend Nigel DeFries and all of a sudden his face, he was watching it on the TV behind me and his face, I, like it, it looked like he was, it looked like he had just seen someone get killed and the relief then that came when we watched the news report that was like they caught the baby before oh, the yeah. carriage fell in. Oh. That was, yeah. I mean, look, this shit happens all the time. Gravity is a killer. Cities are dangerous. Stairs, slippery stairs. I think about that all the time. <sighs> I almost... Lady Bird, I brushed her teeth today and then I stood up and I, I do it in a crouch, in a yeah. deep crouch as is necessitated by a lot of things that require <laughs> to be taken care of, Lady Bird. I lost my mouth fires in that, but um, <laughs> but it's in a crouch and then I stood up and then like stepped backwards a little bit and there's a bathtub in the bath, in the bedroom that I'm staying in. Oh. It's very fancy. Betty Davis. I know. It's very, it like definitely was, didn't used to be there. Like right. there's definitely they a room that it. was a garage. Um, <laughs> that like, um, but I was like, that could have been my death. It could have been me with a dog toothbrush in my hand <gasps> and Lady Bird just sort of wagging her tail at the door. <laughs> Completely oblivious, ready I, for snacks. I do like that they say it takes a lot longer for a dog to eat eat you when you die than a cat. Oh, yeah. You know? I know. I wonder how long it would take for a ladybird to clock that I'm food. Um, <laughs> although she's been eating like weird nuts that fall off a tree in the backyard and then she threw up on the grass from oh. eating them. And I was like, well, that's better than being poisoned. But then she did, sorry, desperately try to eat her barf. And then I... Cleaned That's, it up and like put it away, and then she was frantically licking that part of the grass. Evolutionarily, <laughs> what is her thought process? There? You can still uh, get the nutrition. I gotta get that back in me. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> I dropped something. <laughs> <laughs> when dogs are up, they're like, "Oh shit, I dropped something." Sorry, let me just go grab it. <laughs> um, who would you cast as Joseph Blackwell? Um, Joseph Blackwell, uh, Randall Park. Wow, very good Business casting. person. Yeah. Um, very likable. Uh, pro- like someone someone who you you would be able to sense the tension of him like not knowing what to say to someone offering him a spot on the elevator. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I like Park yeah, I like that a lot. How about you? Um, Maybe, why is this coming up for me? Like, this is against type, but like a young Ray Romano, if he tried to oh, do sure. like a punch drunk love kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. Deborah. Deborah. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know if I had a dream or not. There's oh, my a God. Hearse came. There's this hearse and the twins are awake. And, and the, the the queer, hideous-faced hearse driver would be Doris Roberts. Oh, my God. And she's like, there's room for one more lasagna. <laughs> I was like, Mom. Oh, I um, like that. It's really you. good. And then, um, or Cousin Greg, I could see. Again, Cousin Greg. Cousin Greg, he's castable. Yeah. He's the new Ansel, um, Elgort. Ansel Elgort. Yeah, that's really good. Um, hearse driver... Alternative for me, um, Tilda obviously yeah. pops to mind. You know, the people we're casting in this do not have hideous faces. These exactly. are people that we think could play like little, little like um, scares. Yeah, if you give them a sun, if you give her like kind of a sunken cheekbone makeup look yeah. and uh, dark circles under the eyes, that could really work well. Um, 
another person who I think like I'm always amazed at their ability to like look scary is um oh my gosh. <gasps> I I used her last time, so that's not that's that's. I was gonna say Carol Kane, but I already used her. Oh, that's really good. But she's she's in that movie when a stranger calls from the seventies. That's actually terrifying that you just brought that up because Jason brought that up oh, really? last night. When a stranger calls, yeah. it's from two thousand six. Well, there's a remake. Oh, that's the remake. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jason was like, when I was a little kid, and I saw from two thousand six, and I was like, our age difference is really showing right now. <laughs> no, but like, um, uh, yeah, it's it's a very. Um, oh, so she. Plays I've never seen the, the remake. But yeah, the the old one, the the first twenty minutes of that movie are the most like perfect short film I've ever seen. It it then kind of like oh, yeah. tapers off from there. But the first twenty minutes are so scary, and she's so good. She's sitting in there in the dark, and she's these huge eyes. Oh my god, she's so good. Yeah, I was um, reading the Wikipedia article for this last night with Jason, and I was just gasping. Yeah, it's a um, great. It's it's based on a story covered in scary stories told in the dark. The babysitter. That's true. Is that that's so? It's, it's an urban legend, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, that scares my ass. I was just kind of thrilled by that, but yeah, this is this one is like. Uh, also, again, this is a cities are scary story. Oh, also, yes, it, it definitely is. Yeah, you go to the city and scary things happen. You're out of your element. You're at a friend's house. That's scary. Mm-hmm. You're out of your element. A you're in a house. you're in a new large building, which again sort of goes to the cockiness punishment <sighs> uh-huh. of these books, where it's like you think you can be high in the sky. Um, but I also based purely on like voice, mm-hmm. it would be I would cast Sandy Honig. <gasps> Oh, she can really, yeah. Her voice can do some truly wild things. I yeah, that that's great. She played a woman who loved cigarettes at a show at UCB that we did together, and it was <laughs> truly. Oh, I wish I could insane. Hear. Um, she took her tits out for no reason. Wow, <laughs> not for no reason, but because she loved cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the um, goal. but yeah, room for one more. Like she would do that really well. Have you ever been stuck in an elevator? Yeah, a bunch. Yeah, I have two. It's, it's, I'm just it realizing sucks. this. Yeah, there are buildings suck. where, the, you know where it happened was at Champions, that old improv, st- oh, like, or yeah. I guess it was an improv rehearsal. Those rehearsal studios. That was just like one out of three times you would be stuck mm-hmm. and you'd hit the alarm and nothing would happen. And then each time it happened, you were like, how did I get out of this before? I have no recollection of getting out before. Oh, I, yeah, I got, to, I was in a wheelchair, <laughs> um, in, when I was in high school, no. uh, after two bones in my feet, the cartilage wore away between them and they were clicking against each other. Um, but he f- file that under he click, he click. various farmer injuries, but, uh, I used the elevator to go to algebra class and, um, it just got stuck and I couldn't get out. Oh. And that time, luckily the buzzer worked cause it was at school, but the elevator in our building currently someone got stuck in. And then they pressed the emergency button and the button was like, this line is disconnected. No. Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? No. You have that big obnoxious management company and they can't connect a phone? No. And it was in the middle of the day and I was getting a – like I picked up a lift and got in and uh, he was like waiting out there and he was like, yeah, people are freaking out. I guess someone's stuck in your elevator. And then I came back and on our like – on our like uh, tenant – Facebook page. Someone's like, yeah, so I was stuck in the elevator for 45 minutes and the thing was broken. And luckily the construction crew was there and they heard me screaming. (laughs) Oh my God. And I think she was in there with her dog. 
which That's also always nice. Yeah, you get the little poopa. But the, imagine how disoriented the dog is. Like the door's supposed to open now. Like oh. I hope that she wasn't about to go out to walk the dog and the dog was holding pee and poop. Well, we stressful. know what sound Ladybird would be. It stresses me out when my dog has to pee and poop. Aww. We're like, not e- they're not even clocking. It's just their butthole is slowly dilating. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it is like a problem. But okay, two things. One, at Champions, there was at least one time, it feels like more, that full-on suited firefighters holding <gasps> axes oh my God. had to let us out. Um. And also, wait, we were just talking about. Champion? No, it was like in a building. The one at Playwrights, the 440 Studios. That oh, one would yeah. break. That one would go out, but we also were on the third and fourth floor and there was yeah, no excuse. Yeah, why were we doing that? Really embarrassing. <laughs> I don't remember. It's fine. Um, if anyone has any information about why my brain doesn't work, please let me know. Yeah, is Anna's neurologist li- drink a lot of coffee and don't technically sleep a lot. And then when I do, I sleep too much. <laughs> Um, and I stare at my phone for, I think, 18 hours a day. Um, but if anyone has any leads, I don't work out or eat food that is made uh-huh. out of food. Um, I mean, this all sounds like all and I'm of allergic to water. So <laughs> if anyone has any clues on why <laughs> my brain don't work, please let me know. Why my brain don't work. Um, wow, Anna, this was a, this was a really fun, spooky one. This was a really good story. Thank you for that. I know. Very scary to get on this elevator. The elevator at the oh, Forever yeah. Dog recording uh, studio, it just always takes a little longer for the doors to open than I'd like. Oh yeah. You know? I know. It's only four floors, so I, know, I figure it can't go up. that bad. I know. But then it's but, like, yeah. what's worth? Cardio what or death? Um, Andrew, did anything scary happen to you lately? Oh, uh, yeah. Um... <laughs> I got a garbled voicemail. No, that's from a number scary. I didn't recognize. That's a ghost. And I'm I'm sure what it was is it was a telemarketer or something like a thing. Um, and it, it like my phone did that thing where it was like we can't understand this. Oh yeah, the beta transcription. Yeah, and when I listen, it's like no, that's scary. These sirens are being scary right now. Yeah. But it also um, scared me because it, it sort of sounds like me doing an impression of someone talking backwards. Oh, and that scared me. I don't like that. You know, it's like, you four, you, 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 no, stop it. that. <laughs> that part of Twin Peaks I saw like oh. maybe two years ago. It scared me worse than most horror movies. The Simpsons making fun of that part from Twin Peaks scared me. You know, like that, the concept of someone trying to communicate something to you from backwards talk is horrifying. Really rude. Yeah. Good job, but don't be rude. Burn suit, bitter look. Like that scares me. No, don't do that for me, please. (laughs) You you doing that now scared me. (laughs) Anna's clapping. She's scared. (laughs) Thank you, Anna. Um, Uh, I really, I'm very tempted to play Danny Torrance from The Shining saying Red Rum but play it backwards and see if it sounds like he's saying murder. Red rum, red mm. rum. What would it be Mar- like? Mar- Mar- murder, 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 murder. <laughs> um, <laughs> what if that's what you named your dog? Yeah, okay. God. This honestly is the voice that I left on Oscar Eustace's God. voicemail. <laughs> Can you do it one more time for us, please? Hi, this is Andrew from Playwrights Horizons Theater School. I'm just checking in back up. Chop. Hot on my heart. I'm going to back. 
Oh, sorry about this. I'll try to add some back to the camera, some back to you've got. Guys. What if that was the voicemail that you got of someone just speaking very clearly? It was Oscar Eustace calling me back. Do you still have it? No, I deleted it. Oh, okay. I deleted it, which was a mistake because that would have been fun to play. No, it's fine. Um, but I also think because yeah, like I've talked, I've talked about this before. Sometimes m- one of my younger nieces or nephews get a hold of my siblings' phones and and call. Oh, and are like, you know, like, but oh, it was not that. Baby it was breathing not fucking that. Yeah. pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks. Have you ever heard a baby gasp? That's no. crazy. What is that? Like when a baby's like, huh? Like that's cr- oh, it's just crazy that they can have that reaction. I mean, they're imitating people, but I know. Um, um, but something spooky happened to me. What was the, that? I always have spooky Airbnb stories, which is very relatable. I'm but, so glad. Um, the Airbnb I'm staying, which is an old estate, uh, it there's like brick walls. It's in the equestrian area, and so like there's just horses on every side. <gasps> um, one mini scary story is we were walking. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, we were walking Ladybird last night, and there's like a tall wall around a house, and I could see that there's some sort of tall shed structure, and I was like, I bet there's a horse in there, and a giant horse that looked like it was 12 feet tall <gasps> stuck its whole dark head over the wall and was oh. like, hello. I have a picture I can show you. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, also, people have been requesting pictures of Ladybird. Is that something you feel comfortable posting <gasps> oh on the Oh, my God. Yes, please. Well, maybe we maybe Ladybird in Halloween costumes. Oh, that's so tall. It's so horses tall. are too big. Jason is six foot two. Yeah, that's horses are too big. Anna, do you want to see? And their teeth make me feel weird. I know. I'm scared of getting bitten. I know they can, they can like they, they eat an apple like it's nothing. Like it's my not mother all. was bitten by a horse when we were in the Bahamas because uh, a woman we went on a trail ride and a woman was wearing heels. Well, riding the horse. Do we all just hear a child's voice? I did just hear a child's voice. I hate that. Um, <laughs> also, have you noticed the ghost footsteps leading down the hallway on this floor from a door? Just like white, dusty no. footprints that disappear. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. That rocks for me. Um, but anyway, yeah, this woman was kicking her horse a bunch because she was like, that's how you ride a horse is you kick it. What? And then it went, it was getting pissed off and it went to bite my mom's horse. And then it bit her leg instead. <gasps> and she had like a grapefruit sized um like lump on her oh leg my and just God. It was bruise that took months to heal. And then she was an equestrian in college and then she never rode horses again. She got oh, bitten. that's right. Oh yeah. I may have talked about this. On no, the no. I, I knew that Ever she since was Chris Ryan revealed to doubt. us that we were, um, <laughs> the calls coming from inside the story already being told. I'm just going to think every time. No, I feel better again. Like the gold standard is always, um, my favorite murder. And I love there was one episode where they just realized like, oh, we've truly done this one before. Oh, that's good. And that made me feel better. That's good. Um, Um, but that's not the scary thing. The scary thing is, so there's horse walls around the whole property. They're uh, like old brick walls and there's vines and shit growing over it. And it's next to this little pool that they have. And I was in the pool and I heard little like skitter scatters uh, in like going over the wall. And I was like, it's either leaves falling or it's a squirrel. Um, I don't know what it is. But then I woke up this morning and saw that the wall had collapsed. <gasps> and the woman who owns the property was just like ripping brush. And they were like moving brush and bricks all day long. And I asked him, I asked one of the guys, oh, do you know what happened? And he said, raccoons. They're back. And then I was like, oh, my God. And he was like, no, it's an old house. We don't know. <laughs> and I actually... 
I couldn't tell if he was making fun of someone for thinking that it was raccoons on the work squad who was like, this is what happened. Oh my like God. Like he said it the way like, oh, apparently raccoons, but it's an old house. Imagine if a raccoon could knock down a brick wall, we'd stand no chance against We'd them. stand no chance. I mean, the whole wall is already sort of beveling, but. Oh my God. That, seeing, seeing something fall down that has not been demolished, like a, that has not been like professionally demolished is very scary to me. Oh, yeah. Just a reminder that nothing stays forever. Everything will go away in the end. (laughs) Everything will go Go away away in in the the end. end. And just that's the moral of the story. Right. And speaking of everyone going away in the end. Oh, I shouldn't do that now. We haven't said goodbye. Bye, Anna. Okay. Goodbye. (laughs) Get Get out. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.